Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Welcome everybody to Navy Wife Radio and Military Life Radio. Today is um, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. This is Wendy, and we are back live tonight. We're so happy that if you're listening to us live, and I'm here with Marla. Hey, Marla. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. It's nice to be back, huh? Yes, it is. I know we got to be home. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think I still need a... a, um, I think I'm still sleep deprived from the trip. Uh, we're going to talk about that tonight. My, uh, I have a trip report from being out at the Pac Northwest last week. Hillary is off tonight. She had an appointment. If she happens to finish early, she'll call in. So we'll just see what happens. Um, either way, she'll be back next week for sure. Um, we've got a fun show planned. Uh, we're going to talk about ways to stay connected while your spouse is deployed and uh, long distance love. That's what our topic is tonight, which. Uh, I think most any military spouse can relate to that. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go over some tips that we have. We've got a great book resource. We're gonna talk. We're gonna reference and a website too where we've gotten some great ideas. So that's what's coming on the show, and um, I'm excited about it. And then we'll recap our week so you get to hear all about what Marla's been up to, what I've been up to. We have some exciting, couple of new exciting things to share, which I was just sharing with Marla. With, uh, before the show in our pre-show, so yeah. Um, and uh, do you want to tell everybody how they can be involved with the show tonight, Marla? Sure. Okay. Um, please sit back, enjoy the show. Um, whether your husband is home, on duty, at sea, deployed, in the sandbox, we invite you to join our conversation. We want to remind everyone that if you're listening live, you can join us in the chat room. There's a cute little button that says chat now. Go ahead and click that. You guys can uh, hop into the chat room and chat it up. Um, you can also call in at um, 646-652-4629. We just ask that you notice in the uh, chat room so that we can make sure that we know who's calling in. Also, um, you can send us an IM at Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. We just want to remind you of OPSEC when doing your communication, please just give us your first name only, no discussion of ship or unit movements, boat names, um, or anything in conjunction with your command. Doing so ensures that you keep your husband safe as well as ours too. Yes, very good. We want you guys to interact with us. So, uh, Marla's on the IM, so if you instant message, uh, that's she'll she'll get your message, and um, she's going to monitor the chat room too. I'm. I'm not so good at multitasking. I think we all know that. I try, and whenever <laughs> I type, it's in pink, and I think when she types, it's in black, so you'll know who's who's typing when. And I appear as Trev's Navy wife in the chat room, I oh, believe. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't sure how you were logged in this time. I know sometimes we do it differently. So that's how you guys can get in contact with us during the show. And we're also on Twitter. We're so excited about this whole Twit thing. <laughs> I'm sort of addicted to it. So you can follow us on Twitter. You can send us a message, and that's um, twitter.com slash mymilitarylife is our screen name on Twitter. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, 
And when we come back, we're going to find out what we've been up to this past week, and then we've got some news to share, and then we'll we'll get into the show after that. So hang out with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. We'll be right back. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. And um, this is Wendy, and I'm here with Marla. We've got a fun show planned for you tonight. We're back live. We were off last week. And um, it's a good thing because our show uh, we did on IA deployments. And I think between yesterday and today it had 200 downloads, despite what it had already had. Oh, wow. I know. Can you imagine? In like a day? That is insane. But awesome. I know. Isn't that great? It was such a cool show. And I have to say thanks to everybody that called in. We had a great interactive show. And um, the folks from UCRC, Sam, she was great. And um, Lieutenant Gina from uh, U.S. Fleet Forces Command also came on. And and out of that, they did a nice little write-up on us, um, a story that was up on Navy.mil, which is part of the reason why I think so many people are downloading that show. And I think it's a great way to reach spouses, these young, I'll say these young spouses, because I'm not so young anymore, <laughs> young at heart, I think. <laughs> I think we should, it, we should say these young Navy spouses, because I've noticed that our guys enlisting, we're starting to get a little bit older. Uh, I know, yes. Yeah, so, uh, But, you know, everyone's using this new media. They're blogging, they're on Twitter and Facebook and and I think that that speaks a lot to how um, we have to reach out to them and try and find them where they're at and communicate. So, um, Absolutely. The Navy seems to be embracing that with open arms, and we are excited, excited about that. So thank you to uh, to them for promoting, our, for promoting that interview. I mean, I think a lot of people have come over from ia.navy.mil to listen to that and hear straight from ECRC and hear straight from – um, the horse's mouth, so to speak, on what's going on for supporting families that are going through an IA deployment and what they can expect from their command, et cetera. So if you haven't listened to that show and your spouse is on an IA or thinking about going on one, you can find it in the archives. And you just uh, The show date was April 21st was the show date. So just search for that date. So that's what's going on there. Okay, so... Um, how was your week? I'll tell you a little bit more about my trip in a little bit. I want to know what you've been up to, Marla. Um, my week has been pretty, well, uneventful. Um, I'm getting ready. My daughter has her first ballet recital this coming um, Friday, Saturday. And Aww. so we've been preparing for that. And um, anybody that follows me on Twitter or on Facebook has seen me posting about my husband's surgery um, we went today and finalized all that. He's 
all set for pre-op. We will be going in. They will be reconstructing his face. And so that's really exciting because it's been like three years in waiting for them to be able to do this. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's it's really, really exciting. Um, and pretty much that's it with me. Um I'm I'm trying to pull something together here on our base um, to um, help out the wounded warriors at the National Naval Medical Center, which is near us. Oh, okay. Um, just as a, our FRG hasn't really kind of come together yet um, with the new CNO's um, ideas for FRGs. So I thought, hey, that would be kind of something fun to get the families involved in, you know, creating care packages or whatever um, for the wounded warriors and their families. So that's that's my goal for this next week is to get that all written up and and stuff. Oh well, that sounds exciting. I mean, you're and you're right there. So oh gosh, you know it's great when you can come up with an idea, be inspired, and, and then get other people to join you. So keep me. Yeah, yeah. I want to know more about that. Yeah, I'll have to, that's I'll great. Have to know. I uh, do we, have um, one little. Um, yeah, go ahead. Wine flu comment to make. Um, my daughter decided the other day that we had to bathe any neighborhood pigs in hand sanitizer. So she kept asking me if anybody here on base had a pig. So I just thought that was really funny. I had to include that. Oh, that's so – aren't kids funny? They're oh. hilarious. Wow. You know, I wanted to talk about this whole swine food. I think I keep reading that they say the worst is about over, right? And I'm in Tennessee, and – um, this whole thing, you know, broke last week when I was on when I was traveling, and I had to fly on an airplane on Saturday, so I was a little bit freaked out. Um, but I'm glad to hear that it seems like the worst is over. I, I don't know, but yeah, we've been going through hand sanitizer like crazy, and I've sent Christian to school with hand sanitizer, and his school's been open. They haven't, even though they've had a couple of cases up in um, Collierville, which is near us. Uh-huh. We had yeah. um, two schools closed, but they came out this morning. A friend of mine um, um, called me this afternoon, and she told me that the the school, you know, they have the they didn't have anything like this when I was in elementary school. But the the automatic system that calls all the parents and says, because of the warning, we are not closing the school down. Blah 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 blah. And I was just like, really? Because they had they had the first four cases in the state, they had shut down, like, that day, the schools. So I was really impressed that they're opening them back up. Well, that's good. I mean, I think that it helps. Um, if I think if you just tell everybody what they need to do to protect themselves, and as long as there isn't, like, a specific case in your school, I would think that. Well, and all they're people... doing is, like, hosing everything down with, like, hand sanitizer, like my daughter says. <laughs> Oh, gosh, yeah, they showed the airplane, like, footage on CNN about they were wiping down the whole entire airplane on whatever airline they were covering. and With wet wipes? I was just trying to be really careful when I was there, not to touch, you know. I was very careful what I touched, what I didn't, you know, when you're going on the escalator, I was trying to put my uh-huh. hand inside my, you know, sleeve and all of that. So, um, so use your hand sanitizer. That's our tip for the whole thing. I mean, everybody knows to do that anyways, but... Yeah, and I keep praying. I keep praying for. Sorry, uh, I have uh, a comment in the chat room. Kind of got me. Sorry. What did she say? Um, there's a picture oh. going around of a little girl kissing a pig. Oh no, I haven't seen that. 
Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, licking the the pig on the nose. Oh, that's just gross. <laughs> Sorry, that cracked me up tonight. <laughs> I bet it's a cute pig. I bet it's a cute pig. <laughs> George Clooney has a pig. Oh, maybe we should send him hand sanitizer. Yeah, from my daughter. <laughs> we should. Um, okay, all right, so let's see. What else can I tell you? Okay, so what else in your week? Is that it? Anything else that you want to highlight? Um, that's pretty much it. Nothing exciting. Well, so, okay, so next week, so next week you won't be here, right, because the surgery date is next week. No, the following week. The following week, okay. So be here next week, but not the next one. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we hope everything goes well with that. Um, okay, so... Uh, okay, so last week, everybody knows I was up there in the Bangor area, and just to give you an hi- a highlight, this whole conference was about IA deployments, and during the day, it was primarily active duty, some spouses in attendance, but at night, it was for the families, and um, first of all, I think that that area is the most prettiest place. For those of you that get to be stationed up there, I was wanting to take a picture every five minutes. I tried to twit pick a couple of pictures as I was traveling around, but gosh, it's just so pretty. Have you ever been to Bangor? I have never been up there. I've never ever been up there. Everybody should put it on their list to at least go visit. It's green. I heard it's always gloomy and rainy. You know, <laughs> it's funny you say that because when I go, when I've gone, it has been cloudy and rainy on some days, but other days. It's been beautifully and sunny, and everyone always tells me, you must bring the good weather because it's not normally this nice. One day it was like 70 degrees and not a cloud. I mean, really, like a few clouds, but no rain all day. It was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I could see where if it's raining every day that you're there, you might not like it. Um, that could get kind of dreary. But, um, but so okay, so each session in the Big Pond opened, uh, had an opening message, and... Uh, which was great. I think it speaks a lot to how serious the Navy is taking support for IA sailors and families that you actually have leadership coming together and acknowledging it is a different kind of deployment. There are different stressors. There are different things that you go through and and opening up the discussion to talk about those things and how uh, we can better support those who have a boots-on-ground deployment. I think it's when when Craig went on his deployment, like a short, I think 18 months ago, there was nothing like this at all. So it's encouraging to me that the Navy is making such huge strides. I think they have a long, long way to go, but I think that it's getting a huge, a huge improvement or getting along a lot better. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing is, I got to meet some people, some of our listeners. Marla. Oh, how fun. It was so strange. <laughs> I have to say, because I don't know if you have, I don't know, have you met anybody that has listened to the show? Or are you still kind of a little anonymous over there? I'm still a little anonymous. I have a few people that I've brought to the show. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty anonymous. Okay. Nobody so. knows who I am. <laughs> I know, it's pretty nice being anonymous, let me say. Because you can say whatever you want, and there's no repercussions, really. You know, like people don't go, oh, gosh, I can't believe you said that. I was really stupid. Or, oh, gosh, yeah, I like this part of the show, but I really don't like that part. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? 
But yeah. so I met some people that actually listened to the show, and it was so neat. Um, it was a little embarrassing, but it was really, really neat. So I wanted to tell you that and uh, got some really great feedback. So that was that was really exciting. And then I got to shout see Pat. Shout out to our Washington people. <laughs> yes, shout out to our Washington people. And there's a girl that I met, too. She hadn't listened to our show before, but I hope that she helps us with some stories because she has, like, a TV news background. Oh, wow. I know. We could be, like, legitimate. We'd actually have a professional on staff. (laughs) Hey, what are you saying? (laughs) I know, yeah, we're not very, yeah. Well, anyway. (laughs) So so that's, I hope she decides to join our fun here, and you guys will hopefully get to meet her soon. But, um, so, yes, the other part I wanted to tell you about real quick is I got to see Pat Rabby, hey, shipwreck. He actually came to the evening session in Bangor. And brought me some DVDs of Hate Shipwreck so I could put them oh. in the package. Yeah. Oh, I, that's awesome. It was awesome. I you know I didn't even know he walked in the room, and I'm I was doing the giveaways or collecting the the uh, you know the entries you know that people had put their name and email address on. So uh-huh. I'm going around and and I'm like, oh, thanks for your entry, and going to the next person, collecting them, and then there's Pat sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, Pat, when did you get here? And I'm like, you want to help me? <laughs> so he was really gracious, and so I had him come up to the front and uh, explain what his shipwreck was. I think he, I caught him a little off guard, but he rolled with it. He was a good sport. That's good. Isn't yeah. that part of the Navy life? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so he was there. That was cool. Got to see Pat, and um, we'll have to figure out when he can come on the show again. I don't know, but... But, yeah, so that's the highlight of the week. I got back on Saturday. Um, I have to say one thing about uh, Whidbey Island. When I went to Whidbey Island, the CO of the base made the opening remarks for the family session, and that session had the most active duty uh, service members in it. And I, I just think that every installation could take a lesson from that command at Whidbey Island. He was, he had, he actually, what I have, what I call the care factor, you uh-huh. know, it, it just was very evident that he cared about his IA sailors, and there was a returning master chief that was there and answered questions from the guys getting ready to go, like, well, what did you take, and what did you wish that you had taken, what do you wish that you would have left at home, and um, he answered every single question that anybody had for him, and I asked him if he'd come on the show. So hopefully we'll get to let, introduce him to everybody. That would um, be awesome. Yeah, he was. Because, you know, it's not very often that you get somebody that actually wants to talk about what they went through, because sometimes it can be a hardship tour, really, you know. Yeah. But um, he talked about, you know, having um, – he hadn't thought about – this seems silly, but – you know, having really good quality sheets and a nice pillow because yeah, he had the finest that, that Army, you know, the Army could give him, and he was living in a tent. I mean, every con- you never know where you're going to be. Some people live in a tent. Some people live in, like, a little um, uh, bee hut, so to speak, or they might even actually live in a palace, you know, if you're in Baghdad or whatever. So, And he right. was living in a tent, so his com- accommodations were pretty uh rustic and he just shared with you know 
nice sheets and a nice pillow, those are just like little things from home you take for granted that you really are going to want your loved one to ship to you. Don't really take it over there with you because you have so much to carry, but little things like that. So we hope to get him on the show. But, yeah, it was a great, great experience. And thank you to everyone up there in Bangor, Everett, Woodby Island, that uh, gave me such a warm welcome. It was really a lot of fun. And the Fleet and Family folks up there, they were awesome. So if, if you guys are up there, you know, check out your Fleet and Family office. They're there for you, and they, they really care about serving IA families in that area. Not that all of them don't, but especially I was impressed with them up there. So um, that leads me to uh, Friday is Military Spouse Day. Woohoo! And I know, isn't that cool? I think that's cool we get our own day. I think it's a, and it's, it's a day that we just, I think, people stop to recognize and Appreciate those spouses, whether your spouse is active duty or he's in the reserves or he's in whatever branch. Um, it's a day for those spouses. So, uh, do you know? Are they having any special events where you are? Um, they're having a couple. I think. Um, I know for sure. Um, Fleet and Family is doing one. They do like a little luncheon, and then um, they, it's really cute because the the captain of the base or whatever um, comes and he hands out little certificates that say, you know, thank you for supporting your sailor, we love our military spouses, whatever type thing. And then they give you a little, like a bouquet of flowers. It's really cute. It's really cute. Yeah. And you get to sit and hang out with everybody and, um, um, Sorry, I got distracted. Um, Are you messaging? (laughs) No, someone I know just went into the chat room, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, now I can't talk. (laughs) That's okay. You're not Um, quite anonymous tonight. (laughs) Nope. But um, it's it's really fun. I went last year, and I think I'm going to go this year, and it's it's just really – it's really – it's neat. I don't remember in our old duty station them doing anything like that, but we lived so far from the base that it wasn't. It wasn't, like, easy for you to get to it. I think our yeah. family is doing something, too. So I would encourage you guys, you know, check your um, installation and find out if there is something going on. Maybe there's a luncheon. A lot of people will do different – and the Air Force is really big on Military Spouse Appreciation Day, and they, they do all kinds of great things. So check your installation, and um, I know that Fort Carson was doing something really cool, and Fort Hood is doing something really cool. So um, no matter where you're at, check with your MWR, your fleet and family, and see what's going on 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 base, and um, get some shopping done, and go to the commissary exchange, whatever, and check out those areas. And I do think a lot of the exchanges are going to have sales. I know ours is. I was in there today, and they had a flyer up. I wonder um, if with the commissary's new theme, every day is Mom's Day, if they're going to do something special for Mother's Day. Oh, I bet they will. I bet they will. That would be a really cool thing. And and Mother's Day is on... We get the double whammy, though. I know. Mother's Day is on Sunday, so don't forget your mom. I actually went and got some cards today, and I am so not on the ball. I should have mailed them out, like, Saturday. But they'll go out tomorrow. Hopefully they'll get there in time. 
If not, it's the thought that counts, right? I found out that the flowers I'm sending my grandma aren't getting there until Wednesday. I told my mom, okay, Wednesday? I'm not going to. Wednesday. <laughs> I told my mom, because my mom's coming for the recital, I told my mom, just go home and buy grandma flowers and tell her I sent them. Because by the time they get there, she won't even remember it's Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Gosh, is that because they're just, like, cutting back on delivery or something? I don't know, because it said that they don't deliver on Sundays. I'm like, okay, so I'll do a Monday delivery. So I selected to do a Monday delivery. It told me no. (laughs) It told me that there wasn't any available delivery, so I tried Tuesday, and then Wednesday was the next available delivery. Oh, my gosh. They must be really busy with deliveries, that (laughs) 1-800-SKY or whatever. Um. Okay, so let's see. What else can I tell you? Uh, Mother's Day, Mill Spouse Day. Oh, we have a special edition of Navy Wife Radio tomorrow at 11.30 Eastern. And we're going to have a special guest. And uh, since it's tentative, I can't tell you who the guest is. All I'm going to say is if you have a question for the McPawn that you would want answered, (laughs) you can email us. At the website, you just go to mymilllife.com, mymilllife.com, and you can either click on um, Marla, which is her screen name over there is Trev's Navy Wife, or mine, which is Navy Wife Radio. Send us a message with what your question would be, and we're going to select one question, and uh, and who knows, maybe um, we'll, we'll select yours. So. Um, that's our, and we have our tentative sh- show scheduled tomorrow at 11:30. A.M. Eastern Time. Oh, it's A.M. Yes. Oh. And A.M. A.M. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Did I not say that? <laughs> not P.M. A.M. Eleven thirty A.M. East on the East Coast. Ten thirty for me, and um, I guess that would be. I don't know what on the West Coast. I can't think straight. It's too late at night. Um, so join us for that, and uh, we'll see. Hopefully it goes, we have our fingers crossed, but um, uh, you never know what happens. I mean, we live a life of unexpectancy, um, being Navy spouses, so hopefully that all pans out. So that's what I have to report on this week, and um, uh, what else? Was there any other news that we wanted to cover before we move on to our topic of the evening? Um, anybody that watched or listened two weeks ago, uh, Lieutenant Gina was on my husband's old command. Oh, yeah, she sent me a message I meant to tell you. I don't think – isn't that such a small world? Yep. You're like, hey, we need to talk offline. I think I know she's, <laughs> she's like, completely caught off guard. I was, like, too. I was like, no way. This isn't even possible. So she sent me a nice note. She's like, "Oh, by the way, yes, um, he was my LPO or whatever. I don't know on the USS where he works or where I work. It was just the funniest thing. So, yeah, um, that's great. I hope to have her back on again. She was very informative, very good, and uh, yeah, Lieutenant Gina, that's so funny. I think <laughs> it's a small." Small Navy world, right? Big Navy? Yes. Small Navy? Big Navy, small world. Yes, definitely. So, okay, well, let's take a quick break, and 
When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, long-distance love, and we're going to um, talk about staying connected during a deployment, and you're going to learn ways to do that. We've got some tips that we're going to highlight from the book Separated by Duty, United by Love, a long-distance guide, a long a guide to long-distance relationships for military couples by Shelley Vandervoer. Hopefully I said that right. So that's coming up right after the break, so stay with us. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. Hi, this is Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck and Join the Navy, the cartoon. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio on MilitaryLifeRadio.com. everyone let's talk a little bit about long distance love in this segment you'll learn fun ways or interesting ways to stay connected during a deployment some of the tips that we're going to highlight are from the book that Wendy talked about separate by duty united by love by Shelley Vandervoord I hope I said it right um, <laughs> good try we're really <laughs> we're really hoping to uh, to get her on the show sometime soon um, some um, basic communication tips um, is knowing where each other are coming from, understanding um, the situation, take time to listen, be mindful of your tone, um, the wrong tone. <laughs> yeah, this is me. The wrong <laughs> tone of voice can send the unintended message to your spouse. Isn't um, that the truth? I mean, if your tone, no, I'm fine, really, I'm fine. <laughs> I am no, like, no, I'm fine. Classic. Honey, I'm really, I'm fine. It's okay, really. <laughs> it's like I'm distracted, and so, like, he thinks I'm angry, but I'm distracted. So I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Stop. No, really. So, um, life is more miserable. Um, whose life is more miserable? I am a classic one of these, too, especially because I'm home with my kids. So, I... I I like to say that I have it rougher, but I know I think we play that game. You know, well, you know, we we, we play the whole, you know, whose life is more miserable? You know, well, I I'm only getting you know two hours of sleep. Well, I'm only giving a half an hour or whatever. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but yeah. yeah, she talks about that in the book. And um, some of these things are kind of hard to shine a light on because I think we see ourselves in them and we go, oh my gosh, I do that. Oh no, I do that. So that's what tonight's about, just to kind of, we're not only sharing with you guys, but we're learning ourselves too, because I'm certainly not perfect, I, you know. I think that one thing that's really hard is um, there's no way he can understand totally where I'm coming from and the same with me. And so I try to be diplomatic, <laughs> and then I sound condescending. <laughs> I am notorious at coming around condescending, and then he's like, oh, well, you just think you know everything. So that's that's definitely. Or yeah, like even tonight, Craig and I were talking. He goes, "You know, you're talking about something you have no idea about." And I'm like, "Well, you're probably right about that." But <laughs> you know, we try. Yeah, we we try and yeah chime in when really we might not know anything about what they're talking about, but we think we do, or I sometimes think I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I also so have a hard time with reading between the lines. <laughs> This is a I really like to, good one. Uh, 
I like to imply that there's more things in there than there really are. We actually had this argument, I think, yesterday, um, and it was merely about who would go to the commissary to get milk. You know, so apparently I didn't want him to go and I didn't want to go, but apparently somebody had to go and... Oh, did you end up going together? Um, he ended up going so I could get dinner started with for the kids. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was one of those where I was, I was, I was saying, "Do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Do you want me to take the kids? Do you want to go and take the kids?" Do you? And it was like I kept going around in a circle, and he's like, "So you just want me to go?" And I took it as, "Oh, so you want me to go?" <laughs> you know the, the tone, and I was like. Oh, what are you talking about? And I started barking at him as he puts it. Because I always hear the tone, even though it's not there. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. It's like the tone of voice thing. These things are so right on. You guys have got to get this book. It's on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. We're going to have Shelly back on again. But it's separated by duty, united by love. And we we picked out all of these little nuggets of great things one of the things that she talks about and do not read between the lines is like the 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 um uh highlighted point is that um talking you know and relating this to long distance love if you get that phone call and he seems distant or she seems distant on the phone that you might think that that distance is because they're mad at you or you just kind of feel disconnected and you're wondering, gosh, did I say something? What did I do? I don't understand. We were chatting just fine through email, and now on the phone, something is not right. There's That closeness is gone. And mm-hmm. one of the things she writes about is um, not to read into anything that maybe his boss has just walked into the room or a coworker. And um, one of the ladies that I met in Banger or at Everett, she said that um, what her husband would do is he would just say, I've got friends, and she go and she would say, oh, you've got friends in low places? Okay, I understand. And they would just kind of joke about it, which I thought was so funny. I'm like, oh, you guys cracked me up. <laughs> so to, to kind of have those little code words so that way when, you're, when he does call and you sense something's changed, so you can say, oh, do you have friends? Yes, I have friends in low places. You know, whatever. Whatever it happens to be. But I thought that was a neat little trick. What do you think? I see, I again I come back to I would sound sarcastic and being all snotty <laughs> and and I don't mean to. I noticed it my daughter does it to me. So it's like I can't <laughs> I really need to focus work on like how I sound, how people hear me. Cause I'm really I'm even today with the surgeon, I kind of sounded, thought I sounded a little like that. Like, oh, well, so you're going to do this, you know, and it's just. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, I know it's hard. It's hard. It's not anything that's easy, that's for sure. Um, the other thing I was going to say, too, um, going back to that, whose life is more miserable, one of the points that was made in the book, which is true when you're talking about comparing, you know, gosh, well, you know, him comparing deployment stress to, you know, if you've got like a two-year-old, to you comparing, you know, the stress of parenting 
a two-year-old or your loneliness to deployment stress. And each one's valid, but it's like comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. So get into that circle of, well, yeah, you think you have it bad, I have it bad too. So those are just some ideas to think about when you start to find yourself in that sort of conversation that you just catch yourself and realize, oh, gosh, I'm doing it again. I need to stop. Um, and I know it's so hard. It's, it's really hard. That's why, like, one of the things I say is keep a pad of paper by the phone. That way when you think of something that you want to tell them, you can do it. Especially, um, like, when they're deployed is what I'm talking about specifically. Yeah. When um when my husband was deployed, um, we had a, a friend, an acquaintance, somebody that he, his younger brother grew up with who was in the Navy, ended up on his same ship. And his wife, he would call his wife, drunk dial his wife, and... Um, <laughs> drunk, say that again? Drunk dial. Okay. He'd call her from a bar. <laughs> He'd call her from a bar completely, like, smashed. And um, he would, you know, she'd be freaking out and have a coronary. And um, she would be screaming and yelling. And she'd hang up, and the first thing she'd do was call me. Because his safety net was like, well, I'm at the bar with my husband. And I'm like, you know, she calls me and she tells me, she blew up him drunk dialing into like he was in a strip club and they were smoking something. It was like, it became, yeah, talk about reading between the lines. It became a huge thing. And to avoid the, um, the, the freak out that I was going to have because I was in my head. I think I was augmenting it even more. I just emailed him when you can call me, we need to talk. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a paranoid moment or whatever. And he knows like when I'm having one of those weird, if it's an emergency, he would know if it's just like one of my, like I'm having a, you know, psychotic, you know, episode because someone told me he's in a bar with strippers and who knows what else. I, uh, I just, and it really helped because by the time he could call me, that, that tension had gone down. You know, I was, I was like, were you at this place? No. Okay. And I wasn't where I was when I sent the email. Right. And those angry emails, you regret those later. So. Yeah, I agree. I know we. I know they're hard to um, say no to not send. But uh, when somebody had an idea to wait two days, that was another tip that came out of the conference. Wait two days before you share bad news, if it's or before you vent completely, because after two days, if it's still that important, you can send it. If it's not that important, you'll you'll decide against it. Better judgment will, will seep in. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one too to wait a couple of days before you actually, you know, completely vent. Um, A couple of uh, comments in the chat room talking about, you know, ways um, to stay connected uh, through uh, long deployment. And one of them is this website I've never heard of. It's O-O-V-O-O, is that right? Dot com. Uvu? Yeah, Uvu. Dot com. She says the best online chat webcam webcam website available. I'll have to check that out. I've never actually been there. 
Um, Judy, is that like um, Skype? Ooh, I know that. Yeah, she's going to tell us if that's like Skype or not. And the other thing is um, someone writes old-fashioned, just the old-fashioned handwritten letter. Is Absolutely. Nice. And, of course, we say that um, that is, those will be your cherished little keepsakes from deployment for sure. Um, <laughs> so funny. Uh the other thing on the book that I wanted to highlight before we go to the next section is um, who says goodbye first when you happen to get a phone call, that that can be a funny little thing. Like, okay, like who's going to hang up first? You can both say goodbye. Okay, goodbye, honey. Love you. Okay, love you too. Love you more. Love you longer. You know, you play all that. Then who's going to actually hang up? Okay, let's count it. So one of the things that she puts on here is, okay, let's count to three and hang up. And just one, two, three, and then you both hang up. Otherwise, you just continue to play the, no, you hang up. No, you hang up first. We used to do that back when he first was in the Navy, like not boot camp, but like A school. And I would, he'd call me and I'd be like, I love you. I love you. No, I love you. And then the whole, okay, you hang up first. And then he'd like, he'd do one, two, three, and then neither of us would hang up. Isn't that funny? I no. feel, yeah. Yeah. I know people are going to listen to this and go, either they're going to go, I do that, or they're going to say, yeah, that's when I was married like 10 years ago. That <laughs> was when I was married 10 years ago. <laughs> it's still sweet, though, but yeah, I like the whole, I love you. No, I love you. I love you more. I've loved you longer. <laughs> you know? So cute. I loved you before you even knew that I could love yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you from here to like, Forever, so funny. Yep. Okay, so those are those are my little or our little communication uh, the section. Okay, the next section that we have is a little more controversial. You know, we like to be a little controversial here on the show sometimes. <laughs> um, this next one is called um, the don'ts, things you definitely don't want to do while trying to keep connected while your spouse is deployed. These are like hard fast. Not good things to do. You're going to be stirring up trouble if you do these things. So, okay, so you want to take turns going through these? You want to sure. Do you want to okay. start? Sure. <laughs> Was that you going to start? Or I was, no. <laughs> playing the story. Okay, I'll do the first one. You can do the next okay. one. Um, okay, so don't have a negative attitude. I know this one can be really hard. Um, it will hurt you, your kids, and everyone who's unfortunate enough to be around you. <laughs> And you know who I'm talking about. It's people that no matter how positive you try and be, they're completely negative. You know, well, um, why don't we go to the park? No, I don't want to go to the park. My kids don't. They don't, they don't, you know, they won't want to go to the park. Oh, sure they will. They'll have fun. We'll have a, no, my kids, they don't listen. They don't, yeah. You, you know, no matter what you say, people just can be really negative. Or when your husband calls and he, or through email, and you're just bitter, like um, someone who I met at the conference, and God bless her. She was just, she really knew herself well, and she said <laughs> that her coping mechanism was to be bitter. She's like, that's how I coped. I was bitter. I was angry all the time. That's how I coped. It wasn't the best way to be, but that's how I was. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many people are that way that don't even realize it? 
or how many times have I personally been that way and not realized it? Here she is, completely aware of herself. She's like, yeah, that was me. I'm trying to do better at that, but that's how I coped. Someone once told me that there's like, you know how there are stages of grief? Mm -hmm. There are stages of deployment. Oh, yes, there are. We need to do a show on that. That one of the stages is Mm -hmm. anger and resentment. And I notice it in my marriage, like right before he's about to deploy, we can be at each other's throats. Everything that he does makes me insane, and I just want to – I there have been unfortunate times where I've said, just get your sea bag and go because I'm in Oh, that, I don't think you're that. alone in that. I mean, I think we all feel that, especially if they go and then they come back. Oh, because the boat's underway serious? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, uh, are you still – wait, we said goodbye already. I've already cried. I've already – Exactly. It, it. I think that it's hard – you know, nobody can understand what a military wife goes through because we say goodbye so many times before they actually leave. Right. And by the time they do leave, we don't know what what direction to go. I always tell my mom that. She's like, why don't you cry at the pier? Because, honestly, I don't know if the boat's really going to leave or if they're going to leave and get halfway out of the harbor and then have to turn back around. And then what am I going to do, <laughs> you know? And I spend a lot of time just just resenting until I finally know what, what the future holds. So yep, I think that's very normal. We need to do that. Maybe we can have some expert on talk to us about the stages of I think we, that would be a great idea. We've done it we've done that a long time ago, but now that I'm okay, let me write this down. This I'm writing good. it down. Okay. Okay, well you guys can look for that coming up. But you're right, there are different stages. Um okay, so uh, okay, so here's the next one, okay? I know our time goes by so fast, but we got to get through all of these, Marla, for the <laughs> night's out. All right, so you, you – okay, go ahead and do the next one. <laughs> I This one I, I feel very strongly about. Um, don't spend time alone with coworkers or friends of the opposite st- sex. Establish boundaries during this particularly vulnerable time. Personally, I think that um, – you're you're tempting, you know, the fates if you put yourself in a situation where you're going to be putting your emotions into another person of the opposite sex because you're going to eventually create this illusional bond that's going to damage your marriage. And I think that it's going to you're going to communicate with this other person from your work more than you communicate with your spouse. And yeah, they're gone and that's hard. Um but you have to remember to strengthen what you have with your with your sailor or soldier or whoever. And I actually had a friend who's um she was active duty and her husband became friends with someone and when she came home he had already moved his wife out. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I think Kim it starts like an emotion. They call it like an emotional affair. You know, nothing yeah. physical going on, but the more you rely and confide and share, and that person, you know, gets into the intimate details of what's going on with you, uh, it can be a real recipe for disaster. So, it's just you have to be very careful because you are lonely. Eventually, during that deployment, you might not be lonely in the beginning. You're, like we talked about, you know, maybe bitter or feeling a little. Why is this happening to me? Or I didn't sign up for this. 
why is he gone again? You know, I don't know if I can do this deployment stuff again. Um, and that bitterness turns to loneliness because now you're starting to miss them. And all those emotions mixed into just the pressures of life in general can cause, yeah, sure, you want to confide in somebody. So, yes, not good Not good to spend a lot of time with coworkers or friends of the opposite sex. Not good. Judy in the chat room said um, it does happen. You know, doesn't that happen the other way around too? It does. And I think that, um, like with my husband, um, he can have female friends on the ship. That's totally fine. But everybody needs to know the boundaries. And, um, you know, he doesn't go, he doesn't, he doesn't. Um, he yeah, doesn't we're talking go. time alone, like, you know, have lunch together alone or, you know, yeah. long, drawn-out conversations alone. Um, well, I think even on yeah. the boat in such tight quarters, oh, they yeah, must, yeah, you're right. You know, and so, um, and isn't your husband a bubblehead? Yeah. See, so, so you don't have girls. <laughs> you don't have girls. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> but um, my husband used to make a rule that if there was going to be a girl in the group, there had to be another guy. Um, you know, and so they would go out. You know, if they had to go out in a group of four. And one other girl is from the, you know, from his shop or whatever wanted to go. Two other guys usually were with them or whatever. Nothing that would deem a double date or whatever, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Gotcha. I see. I see. Well, that that makes sense. So, but I was gonna bring something else up about that, but now it's gone. Oh well. Oh. Okay, well, we'll go to the next thing. Right. It'll come back <laughs> a little bit. Okay, so the, the next don't, we have two more, okay? So the next one is don't give in to impulse buying. It will surely <laughs> add up to big debts. And and they were talking about this in the chat room. Um, you know, that can be a way to cope with a deployment. You know, you just want to buy whatever you can get your hands off or just kind of retail therapy. I think we've all done that. I know I've done a little retail therapy myself. Um, mm-hmm. It's just to be careful about your impulse um, buying because it can be it can be a rest, you know like not a good thing so don't I have a magnet that I made mm-hmm. because I'm notorious for buying deployment jewelry oh really I have a lot of jewelry <laughs> um and I buy I have a, a magnet that I made and I'm going to put one in my planner too because you know he's not deploying anytime soon with the surgery but I always have to remind myself deployment jewelry should come from the deployed person. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be nice, but yeah, I know. Uh, it's one so, of the I buy cars. Oh God! <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Someone's right. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh wow! See, I've never quite gone that far. Okay. <laughs> Wow, okay, so then the last one, we'll go to the last one. Um, go ahead, Marla, you want to do the last one? Okay, so you totally, like, know me. Um, don't turn down help. Accept people's offers to take you to lunch, go to their house for dinner, babysit your kids, or even bring you a casserole. Um, yeah, I, that's me right there. I don't do that. I, I need to, especially because I'm... I'm 
I'm a hermit <laughs> when my husband is deployed. And um, actually, anytime he's gone, even if he has duty, I become a hermit. So don't do it. Don't be me. Well, you know, I think we can all relate to that. I, I do, and I don't think it's something that, I mean, you're pre, you're self-aware. You know what you're doing. I don't think most people know. I mean, I don't think I even know till after a couple of weeks have gone by, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I really need to put myself out there a little bit more. So, yeah, this is, you know, advice for all of us, myself included. So if somebody offers to give you help and don't take it um, like, like, oh, gosh, they must think I can't handle you know, being this deployment or I can't handle my kids or juggling it all. Don't take it personal. Don't be oversensitive and just be willing to take people's um, help. Don't be don't be prideful. I know we're all learning from this lesson that we're having tonight. Um, and it, whether it's making time to go to lunch or go to their house or maybe it's an invitation to the gym, maybe it's an invitation to something you wouldn't normally do, like maybe uh, – the park or maybe a day um, like a play or something or um, or a movie that you might otherwise not really want to see, but you've been invited. And so maybe you'll go just for the fun and the companionship. So keep an open uh, open mind. And if somebody wants to cook for you, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> free food and free babysitting, go for it. And for babysitting, yes. I mean, you can exchange babysitting duties, I think. And I think uh, that would be a really good thing. So those are our our quick four don'ts and our uh, our uh, ways to stay connected during a long deployment. Because the reason why that fits in is because if you're happier, your spouse is happier, and if you're uh, live a more balanced, if we're more balanced, then we are happier than than living like on survival mode. And we want to try and get out of survival mode and be more in a, a balanced uh, approach to every day. And I know some days are going to be better than others, but I think we can all encourage each other. And those tips were from, i got to give you the legal disclaimer, those tips were from ChristianityToday.com. And we will put that link up on our website, ChristianityToday.com is where we found those tips. And we got there from the website, Separated by Duty. So, Okay, now the last little bit we're going to do is um, how you can talk about finances during a long-distance deployment. How can you uh, – here are some ways that we can help you um, have that conversation because sometimes it can be hard. And I think that – we all know with deployments come unexpected expenses. They just do. Whether they need equipment or gear, then there's port calls, care packages, if you do a ladies' night out or anything. So um, so we've got, I've got three of those things. And so the first one is the urge to splurge, which we kind of touched a little bit. But So on both ends, this is for both of you to talk about Okay, how much money are we going to have extra during this deployment? If it's an IA deployment, a lot of you know you're talking tax-free, you're talking um, just have other pays that you get. And if it's deployment, if they're on a deployment, then uh, then there there's other you know you're saving money on like if you have USAA and they're gone, you don't have to pay their car insurance. You just call USAA, they'll <laughs> save you money on your car insurance. If is that anybody like? 
Oh, but I would have to pay for mine. You have to pay for yours, but you don't have to pay oh, for his. Yeah, he's mind. not there to drive. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like if they, what they do is they put it on an inactive status, and um, and they'll adjust your car insurance rate for the time that he's deployed at sea. Isn't that great? Especially that six is- months deployment. I mean, come on, it's a lot of money. You could say. So anyway, well, to have USAA. Hmm. Woohoo, USA. I know, I know. They're awesome. So to talk about, you know, okay, honey, what are we going to do about uh, our extra money? Because what will happen is you, he thinks, oh, well, if the money that we save when I get back, I can get new tires for my truck or new tires for my motorcycle or get the brakes fixed or maybe I can get new rims or something, you know, whatever. And you're thinking, well, I'd like to buy a new comforter and new sheets and paint and... <laughs> And maybe buy, you know, um, a new, uh, you know, new dresser for the kids' room or whatever. And so it's good to talk about those things before deployment to figure out where you're going to spend your extra money. Also remember your cell phones can be suspended. Thank you, Judy, for reminding me of that. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, somebody put two. We put the kids in private school with the extra pay. Wow. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, be careful your cell phone, Bill. And the other, the last thing that we had, which I sort of touched on before. Go ahead, Marla. You want to do the last one? Oh. The Wicked Phone Bill? No, we passed that one. Yeah, the next one. Unexpense, unexpected expenses, um, equipment, extra. We already did that. Yeah, I guess we kind of did. Yeah, we're so see, we're just like ahead of the game. We don't realize it. Um, Beware of the uh, of the uh, care packages. Make sure you get your flat rate boxes. Yes. Call the post office, whatever. Have them send you the whole mess load. Um, because I spent a good three hundred dollars on boxes for oh care gosh. packages. Well, sending. You know, clothes, sending, you know, all sorts of stuff, too. Um, I have a cousin that's overseas and stuff, and I didn't – this was a long time ago. Um, But I didn't know about flat rate boxes. And so definitely look for – Yeah, if you're listening and you've never heard of the flat rate box, when you go to the post office, you just ask for the flat rate, rate box. And they'll point you in the right direction. There's a couple of different sizes. And if you go to the the um, post office website, you can get something called a millikit. And they'll ship it to you. And it comes with, a, I think, two or three boxes mm. with the customs forms, everything that you need in the kit itself. Oh, I didn't order that one. I just, I just ordered, um, somehow I got a hold of the... America supports you boxes, mm-hmm. and they sent me like twenty. <laughs> I have a lot of boxes, um, and they're all flat rate, you know. But I didn't get anything else. They didn't send the the customs forms. But definitely look for your, and also keep in mind um, some places. Um, some companies, if you order online, they'll also um, 
There are some places that will ship to APO, FPO addresses for free. So yep, that's um, a very good point. Yep, you just have to ask and see. Yeah, the flat rate boxes. She's got ten ninety, twelve ninety five. It used to be they had an eight ninety five, but I think that one went up to ten ninety five. And they have they have two different ones. I think a smaller one and a a bigger one. But you can you can fit a lot in those boxes. And I really think that if you shipped a box that wasn't, um, you know, if you filled a box with the contents of a flat rate box, it would be easily $20, maybe even 25 Because when yeah. you ship a box, they weigh it, and then they also measure it to see the size of the box. Yep. So you can fit a lot, a lot in a flat rate box. So, Okay, so those were all. We'll wrap up this section. I think um, hopefully we've given you guys some ideas on how to stay connected during a long deployment. Long distance love is hard. It's not easy to stay connected and so those are just some ways and we're going to post some of these tips on the website so everything from ways to communicate better to what you should not do definitely not do accepting help and then ways to um, talk about finances and keep your your pocketbook in a good spot and not have any financial hardship over a deployment because um, it's hard enough going through the deployment and then when you mix in finances, it could be even harder. So uh, we encourage we encourage you to to uh, keep track of all these things, and they will help you get through your deployment. And um, thank you to Shelly Vandervoord. She is where we got all, a lot of these tips, and hopefully she'll be on the show soon. Her book is Separated by Duty, United in Love. And you can find it on Amazon. It's like less than 11 bucks. I think it's a little paperback book. There's we just barely touched on like maybe two chapters, and it's a whole book. This book is like, let's see, this book is like 165 pages, and I actually think this book might be on Military One Source. I know they switched I, up. I looked the other day. I didn't see it. You didn't see but it. But it may have been on there. Okay. Um, they do have some more books up. Um, limited numbers again. Okay, so yeah, just check out militaryonesource.com, and and they also invited me to write a little blog post on the IA symposium last week. So oh, I will post that. Yeah, I'll post that on our site, and we'll, we'll cross link it so you guys can read about the conference. That reminds me, I got some CDs from Military One Source, and one is, um, uh, it's. Of course, I can't find it. It's about um, holding your own during deployment, something that sounded like good for new um, new wives. These boots, oh, okay. the spouse's well, guide to stepping up and standing tall during deployment. Oh, great. Yes, so, so. We, I encourage you guys to get on Military One Source and look at their online library. And it's free to you, and they'll ship it free to your house, and you can... Um, check out the resources, and then when you're done, you can either keep it and keep it in your library or share it with another military spouse. I did want to put on here that someone in the chat room posted the link for the flat rate boxes, USPS.com, and Kim says it's the flat rate is $11.95 if you use click and ship online. And they can deliver custom forms and envelopes delivered to your house. So 
And the and name of the book again. The, oh, go ahead. She also said that the mill pack that includes the the boxes, and I think there's a couple of sizes in those, and the custom forms. You have to call the one eight hundred number for USPS. Okay. That's, like, really good information. I don't think we could give that out enough. Yes. Nope. And, um, getting care packages, you know, listening to the guys who were um, talking about getting care packages on their IA, whether you can send a care – now, submarine sailors don't get care packages, so if you're a sub-wife, I apologize. I'm right there with you. No care packages for us. Mm-hmm. But um, for, you know, and Craig just sent um carry care package uh, yesterday. We bought a big old – pack from Costco, this like some sort of trail mix thing. It's huge. It's like probably six, it's probably like the size of a small dog food bath, you know, bag. It's oh gigantic. Goodness. I don't know who he's going to oh, ship God. it in. I'm like, use a flat rate box. I don't know who he's going to ship it. But anyway, um, you know, I just heard those guys talk about how much they love getting a care package, that it really is it's priceless to them. So find out what your sailor likes or your soldier or your airman or your marine. Find out what they like. Um, You know, maybe they are tired of getting chocolate and candy. Maybe they want Cheez-Its. That was one of the things we had. Or or maybe they want, um, you know, Pringles or uh, whatever it is that they want. So take the time to ask what it is that they want, and you might be surprised at their answer. And include a little bit extra because um, I know, like, when I sent stuff for my husband, he always wanted to share. And so if I was sending as I like to send those goofy little toys and stuff, I would send enough for his shop um, so he could share. That's a great so. idea. Yeah, send extra. Send a little extra. Okay, and all right. So but gonna... be frugal. <laughs> yes, be frugal. <laughs> Maybe if you buy a big, huge thing, like at Costco or something, you could put it in a regular Ziploc bag and divide it up over care packages, you know, so you have some. I used to do that um, when Craig was gone. You just separate it out so you don't send everything in one box. Um, Okay, so next up on the show, we're going to give you some ways that you can stay connected with us online and through email, because we have a lot new going on here, and... Uh, we are going to post on our website this week. I made a list. Marla, I made a list of the things that people can help us with. All because right. that download number kind of scared me today. And I thought, oh, gosh, we need help. Because I know over at our MySpace page, there's like five messages over there. And I haven't had a chance to reply. And I approved like 20 new people on our on our, on our MySpace page the other day. And there's more waiting to be approved, and I just have not chance to get over there. I feel bad. So if you're waiting, we'll, I'm sorry, we will get to you. Um, but that's kind of, we're going to post it on the website. But uh, if you're on Twitter, follow us. Our, our, our address is twitter.com slash mymilitarylife. And Twitter is it's a micro blog where you post what you're doing in 140 characters or less. So if you like blogging but you don't have really a lot of time to blog but you want to hear what other people are up to twitter is probably something that you would really enjoy so um i like i like getting people twitter little twit updates i like getting what you're what you're doing marla <laughs> come on my 
And you can set him to come on your cell phone even. So like, oh, I know. All of your tweets today came to my cell phone at the hospital, and I was like, I love this. <laughs> it's like someone sending you a text message, but you don't have to reply if you don't want it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, then our MySpace page is, nav- is myspace.com slash Radio. And can you tell everybody about our website? I sure can. Um, our awesome, tastic website um, is www.mymillife.com. Please remember to use the www or you won't get anywhere. Um, it's kind of like MySpace, but it's exclusive to um, to us as military spouses. And it's really fun. I actually just posted a blog today on there. Um, it's my second blog, I think, on there. Um, so I'm going to start trying to use it. We had someone post um, in the forums that we needed more movement. So please come post, chit-chat, um, upload your pictures, um, stories. We'd love to have you over there. We'd love to have you guys over there. Yeah, we have about, I'm going to tell you how, right now how many people we have over there. Um, we have almost, we have 119 members, which is kind of cool. So we have over 100 spouses. And, oh, my gosh, there's that picture of the baby kissing the pig on our website. <laughs> Did you know that was on our site? I thought you oh, Sorry, gosh. Kim just put that up at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Oh, my gosh. So you can, oh, my you all have got to see that. <laughs> I'm sort of speechless by that photo. Wow. Well, they say that you can eat pork. You know, they say you can. It's not something that you should avoid. So, okay, well, so anyway, I wanted to give you, <laughs> and just on the homepage of our um, of our website, see, I'm distracted now. So you can read about um there's some, several posts, like Rachel, Navy Wife, has her new post. There's a post from Kelly, who's a student at the University of Missouri-Columbia studying journalism. So I'm hoping that she will actually help us with our show a little bit. Um, I've sent her an email, so hopefully we'll hear more from Kelly. Then we have the girlfriend to a Marine. Her name is Kanisha, who just posted it on there. And then Marla's post. And this, and then this sweet picture of this baby kissing this <laughs> Pig, it's just hilarious. Oh God! And you know, I have a friend that grew up on a farm, and she's probably like, "What's the big deal?" <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so that's what you guys can look forward to over there. So you, we hope that you join us. Definitely. Um, all right. So next week, let's see. We're gonna wrap up our show. I want to tell you next week we have a great show planned. Um, have you ever heard of Zig Ziglar, Marla? I don't it know sounds that. familiar, but I can't. You can't place it. I call him like the mentor to the millions. He was, I think, started like back in the 80s. I remember my dad, who was a high school coach, going to a Zig Ziglar seminar. And he does like a motivational speaker, um, really. And he is currently um, with the Get Motivated seminars. And that's where I've seen him a couple times. And you can find him over at zigziglar.com. He has all kinds of um, goal-setting workshops and performance, um, do better, be better type of um, training, corporate training. Well, his son, because Zig's like in his 80s, I think now, his son Tom 
is going to come on our show and talk about, uh, you know, living a balanced life, following our passions. You know, we're all about that here on the show, helping military spouses, uh, you know, get through this military lifestyle in the best way possible and not just survive it but thrive in it. So he's going to come on and talk about goal setting and that whole bit. And that's next week. I'm so excited. And um, and I know Marla, <laughs> she was catching my twits today. So we're working on getting um, um, Andy Baldwin on the show. And oh, I yeah. He's, he's got a great nonprofit that he does called Got Your Back, which reaches out to kids whose um, parents have, you know, really given the ultimate sacrifice. And his nonprofit reaches out to fulfill dreams for kids who's, you know, um, for fallen soldiers' children. I guess it's, it's should state it like that, and it's called um, Got Your Back Network. So he'll be coming on the show um, probably in June, I'm thinking. We're going to do early June, which isn't that far away at all. That'll no, be here not. before I know it. Just a few weeks. So that's what we have coming up for you guys. So I think it's uh, and if you have something that you want to hear on the show, by all means, send us a message. You can email me at wendy at navywiferadio.com. Hillary is off tonight, like we said. She will be back next week. Um, she, Yes, she'll definitely, hopefully, be back next week. And um, Do you have anything else, Marla, before we go? I don't. I know. Can you believe the time's up? Have an awesome Mother's Day. Yes. Relish in it. Give your moms big hugs. Um, I am part of a military moms of preschoolers group that meets over here, and they said the coolest thing, hug your mom. They didn't choose this life, even though you did, and they follow us everywhere we go. Aww. And so hug them tight. And I think that that was a really good thing because, you know, they they do follow us. Maybe not the whole time, but they do follow us. So thank your mom. <laughs> that is very sweet. Yes, hug your moms. And um, I want to say thanks to everybody who was in the chat room. We had a great group in there. They were cracking up. I know. They're, you guys were great. So if you're around tomorrow morning, 1130 Eastern, um, we probably won't take any live calls, but we should have a special guest for you. We'll, we've got our fingers crossed for that. Otherwise, we'll be back next week, same time live, like I said, with Tom Ziegler. And um, our show today, it was sponsored by AskTheChief.com, helping sailors by answering their questions since 2002. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy, or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the authors, and should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional. Um, I also want to say before we go... Thanks to USAA, because when I was in PacNor West, they gave us three iPod shuffles to give away. Wow. And the deployment kits for everybody that went, active duty and spouses. So we had three winners, and it was very generous of them. And they're so cute, these little iPods. They even said USAA.com on them. So thank you to Mike and everyone at USAA for supporting us, supporting military families, um, the Military Spouse of the Year announcement, I almost forgot to say, uh, will be appropriately announced on Military Spouse Day in Washington, D.C., and that is a contest ran by Mill Spouse Magazine. You guys can check that out at millspouse.com. Look for the news on that. 
because we have our, you know, there's a, a spouse from each branch, Navy, Army, Marine Corps, Coast Guard. When are they announcing it? I believe they're announcing it on Friday. I, I know I'm getting Mike's Twitters, and he's in D.C. right now. So unless they are going to do it early, I think it, they're going to do it on Friday. So um, we hope to we hope to get the winner on the show. I'd actually like to have them all on the show. I don't think we just need to have the winner because they all were, you know, did great volunteer work to even be nominated. And your yeah. votes were cast. I mean, anybody who voted, I voted. Um, that's how, you know, like American Idol, you vote and it, your vote counts. So that's how we'll the winner will be picked. But millspouse.com. And um, you can check that out, and you can read my blog over there, too. And um, just wanted to give you guys that and say a shout-out to USAA because they they're always there to support, and it's great to know that, you know, um, we can count on them for when it comes to recognizing military spouses for what they do. So, I just want to add real quick. Sure. If you didn't pick up your May Mill Spouse magazine, um, it can be found, like, at Fleet and Family and stuff. But they have an awesome pictorial of military wives over history. So check oh, that yes. out. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. I, I, I'm like, which part should you talk They do. They have a really um, sweet girl that's in the photographs. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I told my husband, I said, I may take these out and laminate them and put them in, my, in, our, in our office, my, uh, my side of the yay room. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. We need to leave her a comment because I'm sure she doesn't, you know, it's like, Sometimes you do things and you just wonder how it's received, and that would be cool if you could find their, you know, find that on the message boards over there or something, Marla, and leave a note. I think yeah. that she would appreciate that. Yeah, really sweet, cute girl. So, all right, everybody. Thank you, Marla. Thank you. You have a great night. Okay, you too. I'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Bye. Thanks. You've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. Please visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Good night, everybody. Good night. Up in the-